I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Hey there, this is Robert, and you're listening to DDP Radio. Mike Mullins is out tonight. He has a family emergency, so we definitely wish him all the best. I hope uh, everything goes well with that. Uh, first off, let's get to uh, uh, Stacy. How are you doing this week, Stacy? Uh, I'm doing pretty pretty good. Let me just take two seconds to brag, okay? Because sure. I've been really working on my health lately, as our uh, our guest tonight uh, knows very well. And you, you know a little bit, uh, Robert, because I've been mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, in a funk because I'm in my 50s and the metabolism's slowing down. So I decided to just sort of pretend that I'm training for a marathon, um, a walking marathon, and today I did 18 miles in a heat wave. Wow. So I am That's freaking impressive. proud. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to get that in. You know, when when the chips are down and your health isn't really where you want it to be, you have to find a way. And for some people, it's, you know, you cut back on calories. You, I, I also work out. I do more DDP yoga. But the walking seems to really do it for me. So my day has been very focused on staying positive and getting it done. That's that's pretty pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you. So how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I, I, I'm pinch hitting for 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 Mike, who I, you know, as I mentioned, had something come up at the last minute, so I'm trying to get my uh, my legs underneath me so we can get this thing going. Yeah, we have we have a big show. Um, and I'll let I'll let you do. Uh, I know we've got a little DDP yoga business. Then we'll get to our very informative guest. Yes, yeah, we definitely, as always, we have some some uh, uh, workshops coming up that we want to mention. Uh, the big one, obviously, is going to be the ultimate workshop that's going to be at the Performance Center. And I guess they're all big, but this one is the ultimate one. Uh, that's going to be in uh, the Perform- Performance Center in Smyrna, Georgia, uh, August sixth. And then uh, the next weekend after that, uh, we're going to be at Edwards Sports and Event Center in Romeoville, Illinois, and that is August 13th. And then on October 1st, we're going to be in uh, uh, Beverly Hills, Michigan. Uh, that's going to be a really cool workshop because uh, Zach Gowan is going to be at that one, as well as Dallas and uh, Brian, uh, what's his name, Brian Duran, uh, oh, who's yeah. one of our certified certified trainers and uh he's he's done a lot of art for for dallas as well he's a really cool guy so 
Uh, if you're in the, the the Michigan area, you definitely want to check that one out. Okay, and uh, da, 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 I'm looking through my notes, uh, see if there's anything else. Uh, I think we're good. So, so without further ado, uh, we've got uh, Nancy here again with us uh, with an always informative uh, discussion. Yes, uh, Nancy Guberti, who has been our in-house on-air nutritionist. I think it's been three or four years now, hasn't it, Nancy? I think it's about four years. You're right. Yeah. Oh, and we've learned so much from you. Um, every time you're on, uh, I learn something new, and um, that's why we we keep having you back because you you have you know a lot of not just sound information on nutrition but cutting edge because you're you're so passionate about it and you know you're always uh studying and going to seminars and you know boning up on the latest stuff but tonight um before before we get into our topics because we're going to be talking about digestive health and paleo eating and even sunscreen i mean there there is such a thing as you know um healthier choices in sunscreen which we're going to talk about but nancy is uh, a functional medicine nutritionist and she practices in the tri-state area outside of new york city but she works with people all literally all over the world you know thanks to the internet so um her website is just nancyguberti.com that's g-u-b is in boy E-R-T-I, and when you go there, you can check out all her social media links. Um, but she she gives, uh, throughout the year, she gives seminars, uh, online classes, and now you have, you have a few new projects for people who want to check out your information, which includes um, some membership options on your website and also YouTube videos. Exactly. You know, the more information, the more empowering we could do, the better. I mean, if you, if anyone's on Twitter or Facebook, um, on Facebook, I have a personal and a business page and Twitter. And then uh, on there, I'm always putting daily health tips just to, you know, food for thought, plant the seed. So, you know, you can take these and really run with it because there's so much information really to share. And then on Instagram, um, I put a lot of the foods that I eat that are paleo, which we're going to be discussing later. Pinterest is a whole gluten-free board as well. And then there's also for cosmetics and personal products, um, the healthier ones, the non-toxic ones, because it's key as well as what we put on our body as well as what we put in our body and then membership you know um there are some people just have quick questions they want to ask you know their nutritionist or their doctor and they can't get in or they have you know their cbc complete blood count um, blood test results and they want to understand what the markers are so that's where i have a three-tiered membership program and depending on you know you know which it's like um, going uh, with the bronze, gold, silver type of levels, depending on what type of access you want to me is the membership site. And then I do have my nine-step program that I only offer once a year, and that is to kick off every new year with your resolutions that we usually forget about by February. And this is really 
for lifestyle changes. So what are the factors to living a healthy lifestyle? Because when we feel healthy, we feel more confident about the way we look, then we're able to go after all of our desires and goals. So it really does have a ripple effect into our career and our relationships. Um, And that's uh, a step-by-step program with uh, online support because the whole idea is not to be in a program that you're not going to be supported and you're not going to be successful at. We want you to get healthy. So there are so many ways to get it. And like you mentioned, YouTube is uh, weekly videos are now added there as well. So you could either subscribe to YouTube or you could go to the website, the Nancy Gaberti website, and then put in your email address, get the detox podcast to listen to, and then you'll get the weekly emails with the videos as well. There's so many ways to stay connected, like you mentioned. But yeah, this is all about giving you the information to really lead a healthy lifestyle and so many people have problems just taking the first step yeah it can be overwhelming and that's why your your tips are so you just little tips you know if you i follow you on twitter and on facebook and you're you're constantly posting just little bits of information some of it's about food some of it's about lifestyle um i keep mentioning i keep going back to the one that you posted this winter about just use your vent over your stove and um, that reduces, you know, air toxins. And since we started doing that, our headaches, we used to get headaches all the time and now they're gone, you know, just so it's the stuff you put out there is so useful. Um, so go check out her website and her videos. Um, and you just did one recently. It might still be on your site on sunscreen. So since it's, Mac in the middle of summer, why don't we kick off with that? Because uh, you said, you know, not all sunscreens in terms of skin health are created equally. So what are some pros, you know, things to avoid, yays and nays in, in terms of what's out there? Well, first of all, many of the products out there have ingredients that are carcinogenic, and they aren't really going to protect you. They could actually do more harm than good. So the first thing is to look at the product you have and look at the ingredients um, because there is a website that is the environmentalworkinggroup.org, so it's ewg.org. And under my video, there's a transcript of the sunscreen. So um, we have someone doing transcripts for each video. So some people like to look at it. Some people are listening to the YouTube, but they're not taking notes. So this information um, is right underneath the videos. So EWG, they um, evaluated over 952 products and only 15% of them were healthy. The other one caused health hazards to your hormonal system. So that will go into... Yeah, weight gain, and as well as the endocrine. So think about the kids when we think endocrine. You know, so then that's going to affect them as well. And the safest ones were Jason, 
That's what, you know, J-A-S-O-N. And another one was B-A-B-O. So you want to look at products and make sure, you know, so do they have zinc oxide and titanium oxide? Now, if you see titanium, you want to make sure the second word is oxide. So you, you really have to check your active ingredients. And then you'll know what you're putting on your body, if it's healthy or not. Otherwise, you could just get rid of all your stuff and buy one or of these two companies. Now, lots of people put one, um, one product on their body and one product on their skin and for the face. Um, so Nardo's Natural, and Nardo's is N-A-R-D-O-S, Natural does have a stick that you could put on for your face. But you, uh-huh. if you get Jason one, you could put it on your face as well as your body. Um, that's one thing. Now, we, what I don't want people to think is they have to, like, you know, put their whole body, dip it into sunscreen. Because we do want to get vitamin D naturally from the sun. You know, we all, most of us are deficient in vitamin D, and you could check that out with a uh, complete blood count, what we call a CBC. When you go for a physical, most doctors will run a CBC, but not all of them will run a vitamin D marker. So you want to ask them to check your vitamin D. And if you're deficient and you're lathering and putting, you know, slathering all your body with the sunscreen, you're not going to get any vitamin D naturally. So you have to supplement with it. What you can do is go in the sun for 15 minutes, but not in the high sun, you know, not during the 12 to 3 where you're going to roast. Try to get some so sun. Morning, and- morning or late afternoon. Exactly. Just to okay. get a lot, a little of vitamin D naturally, and then put on one of these healthy sunscreens because it will protect you and it won't affect your hormones or your endocrine. And you know, if it does affect those systems, it then will affect your liver as well because your skin is your largest organ for detoxification as well as absorption. So you don't want to put the bad stuff on it. Um, another thing that's important is for your eyes, you always want to you know, wear glasses, sunglasses, um, so you're not hurting your eyes. Lots of people get headaches that yeah. way. Lots of people will, you know, crinkle up their face and they'll get wrinkles, lots of lines that way. So you just have to prepare. Absolutely. And some people like to wear visors, you know, or, or some light hat. That's fine. You know, there's. There's other ways to protect yourself. Um, you know, wear a long sleeve. They have these um, shirts now that do have sunblock in them or something white. You know, you don't want to wear anything dark, mm-hmm. so then you're absorbing all of this. Um, and then there are certain foods that one can eat that also help with sun um, for avoiding suntans, and it's mostly the um, beta-carotenes that will do that, like the carrots and the orange or yellow peppers and the sweet potatoes. That also does help the skin. So That, these are that some, helps protect the skin? Yes. If you eat that, you know, there are certain foods that can give you more protection against the sun. I didn't know so, that. 
So we could do it from different ways. You know, we could do a little of the healthy suntan lotion. We could be eating the healthier foods. And we can wear our glasses and the right type of clothing and, you know, um, hats that can protect you as opposed to just relying on a sunblock 100% because it may not protect you. And, and what what are the ingredients that you'd really want to avoid in a sunscreen? Oh my God! So are there too many to even get into? There's so many that are so unhealthy. You don't like. You don't even know what they're made from. You know. So that's the problem. When you look at the list um, of the ingredients in the suntan lotion, and you don't know what it means. (laughs) That's that's your first clue. Yeah. Yeah. You have to understand what it is. Because if you look those, I mean, I would encourage everyone to look it up, right? Because then you'll say, oh, what is that? So there's, there's some that will be um, spelled oxybenzenine. So that's a synthetic estrogen that actually penetrates the skin, and that oh disrupts the hormone system. So that's a problem, you know. Um, mm-hmm. They'll have names, crazy names, that you'll be like, you know, there's a name M-E-X-O-R-Y-L-X-S. You know, what is that? <laughs> so that's another harmful ingredient. And, and so that's poison um, and toxic, and the FDA approves it. And you see little kids putting it on. So a lot of the zincs are very, very bad. So that's why we want you to go after the ones that aren't bad. There are um, at least... 15 ingredients that are considered endocrine disruptors and that will affect the levels of your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and also your thyroid will be affected. So, Exactly what somebody my age doesn't need. No, but no one (laughs) needs that. You know, titanium dioxide is something else as opposed to oxide. So just a little change in the name could go from uh, something healthy to unhealthy. So that's why you want to say, you know, what are the other things that I can do? Oh, I could wear a hat. Oh, I could wear, you know, um, I could wear a shirt, a T-shirt that will give me protection, which is so much better. I mean, I would hope that gone are the days when people are putting oil and just taking the sun in. Because oh, God. Remember the baby oil days with yes. iodine? <laughs> yes. Very, oh, very man. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, we don't want that. And then, you know, lots of times you'll see that it, it's got that titanium dioxide and it's white, you know, so yeah. it, it, you need to put that on, I mean, I would rather just get um, something healthier. The yeah. bottom line is you really must check the labels and you want to avoid the 
products that have the oxybenzone in it, and then there's a pominate that are um, also toxic chemicals. Um, I would choose lotions over the um, the sprays because that's not even evenly just uh, protected. Um, you could shake it one way or shake it the other way, and then you're spraying, and you don't really know what type of coverage you get, um, right. so you don't do that either. And uh, then this is the oh, go ahead. And lots of times, like people want to go higher numbers, like the SPF. Oh, I want to go up to a hundred, or I want to go up to a seventy. After a while, it's just not even absorbed, you know. So, so thirty would, to fifty. Yeah, I would go for it. It depends, you know, how long you're staying and what time of day it is. Um, Really, uh, in all honesty, you could just get, for your children, you have the, it depends. It really depends. Are you under an umbrella? You know, are you not? Are you going to be in the water? Mm -hmm. It depends how much exposure you're going to have to the harmful rays of sun and then what you're actually putting on your body. And, you know, and then if you're going in the water, are you then reapplying it? Yeah, well, once it's on your body, uh, what's the shelf life? Do you have to reapply it after a few hours? You really should if you're sweating or if you're going in the water, for sure. Uh-huh. Definitely. Okay. Well, I think those two brands you mentioned are, are a good, just a good blanket way to go. And this, this is the second time I've heard about that Jason brand. Um, somebody was telling me that their toothpaste is some of the best uh, yes. you know, cleanest and safest yes. on the market. So I'm going to check that out. Jason's really good. Like when people have, when people come into the office and they say they have dandruff and they're using that Selsin Blue, which is all toxic, Jason uh-huh. actually has a healthy version for anti-dandruff. And, um, you know, people actually can use it as a body um, wash if they have been out in the woods and they got bit by mosquitoes or any type of bug bites. It really helps as well, um, and it's all natural. So I would definitely look at huh. the Jason products, and that the videos are also on YouTube, and they're also on my blog. On my um, the ones on my blog have the transcript. So all the information is underneath the video with the names and what to get, you know, what's recommended. I have no affiliation to the companies. I'm just trying to get the word out. You 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 research. That's what I love about your work is you you really research products before you, you know, put your star on them. Exactly. I I mean, I think that we should all do that. I would never do a commercial for Pepsi. Um, (laughs) But, you know, even I know you like green tea. Green tea also does help the skin, um, you know, protecting human skin cells exposed to UV UV light. So green tea, citrus fruits, carrots, uh, your peppers, the red ones, not the green ones, Spinach, um, Swiss chard, kale will help because they really have high amounts of antioxidants. And um, salmon is so good 
um, to protect against sunburn and DNA changes. Um, walnuts are also good. So these are the foods too. You know, if I'm if you're at the beach, maybe you want to take some of these foods with you as opposed to uh, French fries and burgers that they sell usually at the boardwalk. Yeah, bring bring along some lox <laughs> and some <laughs> walnuts. You know, I always have healthy road food. But um, I want to I want to switch gears from skin to let's go deep within to our digestive tract and talk about one of your this is I think probably the thing that you treat the most in your practice is uh, candida overgrowth which is also known as yeast um, and I think probably from from what I've you know studied and and based on what we eat as a culture I think probably everyone is afflicted with this to a degree and so I want to talk about what it is and how you can tell, I mean, I know the best way to tell if you have this and to what degree is to take an organic acid test, but there are also some real telltale symptoms um, that people have that they, they're living with it. I mean, I know I lived with it for years. Mm-hmm. So what, what is candida overgrowth? Why is it how, I mean, it's not, you know, obviously it's not life-threatening, but it's, it, it kind of threatens the quality of your life. Right. Um, so, yeah, so just to, for people who are not familiar, what, what is it and what does it do to us? Okay. So I will definitely, definitely agree with you that so many people go through life suffering from symptoms like fatigue, uh, recurrent yeast infections, and candida is just not yeast infections. So let's get that straight. Uh, so many people think, well, I'm not a female, so I can't have candida. Um, irritable bowel syndrome, itchy headaches, uh, mental fogginess, sugar cravings. You know, once you're on any antibiotic treatment, you'll have candida. So candida is a pathogen. It's, it's a fungus. It's living off of you. It's uh, like a parasite, but it's not considered a parasite. Um, and it's taking advantage of an imbalance of your good bacteria, your microorganisms in your gut. So you have a gut, right? That's your GI tract. And I would hope that many people have heard about probiotics. So probiotics are good, beneficial bacteria. We have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria residing in our gut. The minute the balance of the good um, changes and becomes crucial, you know, to impacting your health. So say you're supposed to have about 85% good bacteria and 15% bad bacteria. The minute those numbers change, and most Americans eating the American diet will have 15% good and 85% bad, that opens your body up to candida overgrowth. But the problem is it affects your immune system and your digestive health. So too long of this throws out your balance, your immune system is weakened, you're not absorbing your nutrients, therefore you will not have energy, therefore it will affect your adrenal system, it will affect your sex drive, it will affect your thyroid, it will affect your hormones. Now you're all out of whack. And if you go to the conventional doctor who doesn't, 
understand candida because they weren't taught about candida, they are either going to misdiagnose you or say it's all in your head or you're under stress or you have relationship problems. And the only reason why I'm sharing this is because for 16 years, that's what I have heard from the patients that walk into my office. And some of them have gone through five years. So instead, why don't you look at your own life? Look at your lifestyle. This is where I say, this is where you have to be your best health advocate. And look Mm. at, okay, do I have chronic headaches? Do I have brain fog? Am I itchy? Do I have any um, fatigue? Am I cranky? Am I irritable? Do I crave sugar? Do I have a bloated belly? Do I have gas? Do I have GI issues? Then I would say, hmm, I wonder if I have candida overgrowth. Well, was I ever on antibiotics? Yes, antibiotics could be lifesavers if you have a terrible bacteria, but lots of times they're given too quickly. Now, I always ask, when was the last time you were on an antibiotic? When anyone walks in the office and they'll say, oh, God, you know, they'll either say, oh, I had a sinus infection or I had this or I had that, or they'll say, oh, I haven't been on it for 10 years. And my next question is, do you consume regular milk, regular cheese, regular Mm -hmm. ice cream, regular butter? Say yes, 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 yes. Well, guess what? You are taking antibiotics. Because that animal is treated with antibiotics, and that's the biggest problem here, is that there is a bacteria resistance going on. And now everybody's got candida issues because they're all eating the regular milk and the cheese and the ice cream and the butter. And make matters worse, if you're not having organic or free-range chicken, meat, whatever... If you're not then you're really that, loaded. Okay. You're loaded you're with getting it. it. Right. So yeah. now you're, you're under attack. You're getting antibiotics from your food and everything else, and it's throwing off the balance, and it's letting candida grow. And now if you eat a moderate to high sugar diet, it will keep feeding the candida, and it's what I call a vicious cycle. In addition... If you are under a lot of stress, stress will raise your blood sugar, and that will affect your adrenal system. So now your immune system is weakened, and it can't fight against candida overgrowth. So those are the things that are going on with candida. Um, And it's a problem, right? So... As far as testing, let's go back to first the skin, the symptoms, okay? How do you feel? Mm -hmm. So I would just ask myself, I would, you know, do a little scan. Do I have an inability to focus? Do I have poor memory, brain fog, irritability, anger, dizziness, depression, crying spells, panic attacks, low libido, persistent fatigue, cravings for sweets and alcohol, insomnia, and poor coordination. Do I have any of those? Isn't bloating also one of them? 
exploding. Yes, because yeah. now we go into that's just how you feel. Now we look at these are the symptoms in your digestive system, your GI tract, acid reflux, bloating, gas. Nausea, diarrhea, constipation, cramps, indigestion, burping after meals, mucus in stool, hemorrhoids are itching down there. Okay, now we go to the skin. Do I have acne, cysts, hives, night sweats, psoriasis, eczema, anything dermatitis, any type of athlete's feet or body odor? That's linked to candida. Now we go into your mouth. So you could go through your whole body. The mouth, do you have swollen lower lips? Do you have a metallic taste in your mouth, bad breath, canker sores, bleeding gums, cracked tongue? And we go into the respiratory because you see what's happening. The candida takes over your whole body. It keeps traveling. It goes from the stomach and it goes up to the lungs. It goes all over your ears, wow. nose, throat. So now do you I have didn't a, know that. Yeah. Do you have a person? I thought it just stayed in the stomach. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you know why? The stomach, it happens first, but then it overflows. So think of... You know, the sink that you never turned off (laughs) and the drain's going down, you know, and now that Mm water is going to overflow and go all over the house, all over that room. Same thing with candida. So then it attacks your respiratory if you don't get rid of it. You have that persistent cough. You have the mucus in the throat, sinus congestion. You have that post-nasal drip could be candida, hay fever, any asthma, sinusitis. Now we go to your ears and your eyes. You have itchy eyes, sensitivity to eyes, bags under the eyes, ringing in the ears, ear infections. Then I mentioned before about yeast infections, but also urinary tract infections, inflammation of the bladder, and then the immune system. Do you have frequent colds, flu, allergy sensitivities to food, fragrance, or chemicals? And now we go into the weight, inability to lose weight water retention, weight loss. And then, just to top it off, we'll add in headaches, heart palpitations, chronic body pain, joint pains, muscle aches, and stiffness. So these could be the symptoms. Yeah, and these these are all things that are annoying, but you can live with them. And and people just build up and and learn to live with with all these little symptoms. Exactly. Now, if you go to a conventional doctor who doesn't know about candida or, or doesn't, can't put, you know, connect the dots, they will either say you have IBS, arthritis, chronic fatigue, you have athlete's feet, Crohn's disease, or some gastro, you know, itis issue. And then you'll be going down that road when you could have probably you know, if you tested for it and fixed it, all of these other things could have went away. So you could go through those questions. Um, The other thing, yes, I love the organic acid test because it's going to check nine strands of candida, and it's also going to check your bacteria levels. And then it would go into your adrenal system and and so on and so on. Um, So now we could see how far you've gone under these conditions. But if you wanted a simple test for many um, who really have candida, you can, when you first wake up in the morning, before you brush your teeth, eat or drink anything, you fill a glass with bottled water at room temperature. You spit gently into that glass. You come back about 20 minutes later 
and you check for these telltale signs of candida. And, you know, saliva is kind of gross, but do you have, does the saliva have like stringy, you know, strings coming down through the water from the saliva that's on the top? Is there cloudy saliva sitting at the bottom? Are there specks of saliva suspended in the water? So if it looks thick and mucousy, um, you know, you could assume that you have your positive. Um, so what are some things you can do? So if you don't feel like doing the spit thing, then I would highly recommend the first morning urine organic acid test. So mm-hmm. now what do you do? Well, people are like, oh, I'm not going on an anti-candida diet because I heard that's brutal. Well, what you can do is avoid these foods. So the foods to avoid on a candida diet, right? Now, I would look at your lifestyle and your eating habits because this is not just do something, get rid of the candida, and think it's not going to come back. Once you're prone for candida, you're always prone for candida because you left those gates open and you really takes quite some time to um, get your GI tract back in order. So sugars are out. (laughs) And at least, you know, count how many grams of sugar you're having. Try to get it down. If you're at 100 to 150 grams of sugar, your goal is 22 grams, you know. Um, So you want to really lessen the sugar, lessen the artificial sweeteners, the alcohol, so wine, beer, spirits, liquors, all of that will would you, affect. Would you include in that fruit, uh, do you count, you know, fruits you're eating as sugar? Yeah, so the fruit, you never want to have dried fruit. That's a great question. You never want to have canned fruit, fruit juice is totally out. So you want to look at low sugar content uh, fruits. You, you know, you want to look at like your blueberries, right? Any fruits like melon, those have mold on it. And, and you can actually see it. You know, mm. when you look at that melon and it's white and that's the sweetest part, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's not good for you. Um, so you want to stay away from the high sugar fruits. You know, mangoes and bananas are going to be out. You want to stay away from grains. You know, anything with gluten, so wheat, rye, oats, barley, um, corn, um, rice can feed the uh, candida. Also, corn products, popcorn, I don't care if it's organic, you know, non-GMO, they are contaminated with mold. So that's just the nature of the food as well as melons usually have mold. Then we look at Does mold feed candida? Yes. Is it aggravated? Okay. Yes. And it's causing systematic inflammation, like I mentioned before, all the different parts of your body that have it. So it really goes throughout the whole system. Then we want to stay away from the vegetables that are going to feed candida. You know, um, so you think of anything sweet, like our white potatoes are going to feed the candida. Again, do you have to live like this forever? I would get your candida under control, and then I would, you know, eat in a balanced way. Meats, you know, all 
pork could be a problem because pork contains the retrovirus um, that do survive cooking and may be harmful for those with a weakened digestive system. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, processed meats are usually loaded with dextrose, nitrates, sulfates, and sugars. So if you're going for any of those, you want to look for the healthy versions like Applegate. Um, Even Whole Foods has their Whole Foods brand. And then you want to look at fish, you know, so if you have candida, you want to stay away from anything that has heavy metals. So most fish do contain alarming levels of heavy metals and toxins. And that's what I always recommend the website, which is gotmercury.org. So G-O-T mercury.org. When you type that in, it will redirect you to um, the, uh, another website, which is, but gotmercury.org works. Um, sometimes it redirects you to Sea Turtle. It's the same company. So even if you are in a restaurant and you have your phone, all you have to do is type in gotmercury.org. There's a great mercury calculator. You enter your weight, you select the type of fish, and then you enter the amount you're thinking about eating, and it will calculate the mercury. So if it's a crazy amount, you don't want to eat it because mercury will feed the candida, and it also suppresses your immune system. So you don't want that. You also don't want any farmed fish, like farmed salmon, does contain high levels of PCBs, mercury, and other carcinogenic agents. So that's another area. You know, if you think about this candida diet or the foods that are going to feed candida, if you eliminate them, you really then open yourself up to so many healthy um, options. Dairy products, um, I know lots of people love cheese, milk, cream, whey products. You know, they have the whey yeah. powders. Well, those I call it uh, legal feed candida, <laughs> so that's a problem. Um, any additives and preservatives, you know, if you see citric acid, it's usually derived from yeast, so that could be a problem, um, and it makes it flourish. Beverages um, can be a problem. Again, you have to read diet and regular soda, energy drinks, fruit juices. That's, that's really not healthy on, for any condition. And then for nuts, peanuts, pistachios, and cashews do usually contain a lot of mold. Um, so if you don't have a candida problem and you eat it in moderation, okay, but they do. You have to keep that in mind. Then we go into beans, and some beans are hard to break down, so you want to get them dry. You want to buy them dried and soak them for about, you know, overnight, and that really does help because it removes the sugar um, that would feed candida. Also, you don't really want to get anything genetically modified. It's just bad. Um, So... Then we have certain condiments like ketchup. If you ever looked at ketchup, if it's Heinz ketchup regular, it has high fructose corn syrup, uh, which has mercury in it. So any high fructose corn syrup contains mercury. If it's organic, it will use sugar. So you just don't want to use too much of it. 
And then we go into vinegar. So all vinegars except for apple cider vinegar is made from a yeast culture, which depletes the stomach of your acids and causes inflammation in your gut. So unfiltered apple cider vinegar actually helps combat candida overgrowth. So I would recommend using that. Like and Greg's? Then fast- I love apple cider vinegar, yeah. and I know you do Bre- as well. Um, yeah, Bragg's is, Bragg's is a good one because it has the living, um, well, I, I don't know what the word is, but it's got the mother culture. Yes, it's wonderful, and it's unfiltered, so that's perfect. It's not processed. Okay. Yeah. So that's really good for candida overgrowth. I mean, I use that to make my own salad dressing. I will whip up avocado and add um, apple cider vinegar and use that as a salad dressing as well. You could add it to mustard, which is also very good, and spices. Um, so these are the foods and, that we want to avoid. Yeah, and you, you taught me a good way to start the day is a glass of room temperature water with a, a t- teaspoon or a tablespoon of Bragg's vinegar. Right for the liver. It, it cleanses you, and it just gets everything going in a healthy way. I love it. <laughs> it's just so good. You could put it to everything. Um, you know, so those are the foods that we want to stay away from, but then people will be like, well, can I do a cleanse for candida? Can I take natural antifungals? And this is where um, this is where you want to go slow because if you have really bad candida, you could have die off, and die off is when the yeast cells are rapidly killed or die off occurs, and these byproducts are released in the body. So we have to understand that candida the cells of candida will release about 80 different toxins when they die off. And that could affect, you know, it affects your well-being. It can impair every part of your system, endocrine, immune system, respiratory, can all be affected while you're, you know, die off detoxing from candida. So you want to go slow depend that's why the testing i mean yeah you could do the spit test and see how your saliva looks but the testing from the lab will actually show how high your candida was so if it's off the chart you're like okay listen you're going to have die off so let's go at this really slow let's change your diet first if you're eating this way now let's add this antifungal and i'm a firm believer in starting one supplement at a time and documenting it. Because there's no test in the world that's going to say you need this much dosage and you should take how many times. You know, most doctors will just say, well, look at the bottle. But I like to say, well, let's look at your numbers and see what's our baseline and then go from there and say, okay, this is what we want to do and this is what you could expect. And so then you want to do this on a weekend if you don't work on weekends. But there's so many different um, there's so many different products out there. I like to use um, gentle enzymes that eat away at the candida while 
boosting my good bacteria with a really quality probiotic. But if you've never taken a probiotic before, that's also going to repopulate your gut, crowd out the candida, restore your stomach acid, and boost your immune system. But even that should be done slowly, and you should really increase your water intake to flush out the toxins faster. Again, going back to the organic acid test, it's going to show me your detoxification pathway. So if I see that your detoxification has an issue, well, we need to support your detoxification while you're crowding out the candida and restoring your good bacteria. You know, so there's a lot going on, and you want to go slow, and you want to rest. You know, you don't want to do this during a stressful time because stress can weaken your adrenals and reduce mm-hmm. your body's ability to fight off these pathogens as well. So you got to look at your body. Am I stressed out? You know, do I have a, a foggy brain? Am I addicted to sugar or alcohol? You know, do I work out yeah. hard, play hard, and feel like crap? you got to look at all this. Yeah, and then, as you, you know, your biggest, one of your biggest philosophies is it's, it's all what it boils down to is an ongoing commitment. So, you know, you can do the cleanse and take the pills and put all the techniques in place, but then you've really got to decide you want to live that way, you know, for the most part. I mean, I, I, I'm a big believer of the 80% rule. I know, Nancy, you're probably a little more, more towards 100%, but you have to make it your overall lifestyle, uh, avoiding, you know, harmful foods and ingredients. You have to you have to love your life, you know, and you have to you can't uh, so many you have extremists. So you have some that will go one way and some will that go the other way. You really the eighty twenty is fine. And the thing is, once you get rid of your candida, you really learn to love. You love the new foods because they are nutritious. And they're going yeah. to, they're tasty too. Um, but with that's a good point. When, that's a good yeah, point. It takes and a while. Yeah. This isn't like this room yeah. wasn't built in a day. This is and, going and, to take a while. And your taste buds will change. I mean, now when I have a bite of something sugary, I don't like it. Right. And I, I'm amazed that I used to, you know, eat that way all the time. But you're, it does take time. But your palate will change if you give it a chance. You got to give it that chance. And, you know, I always, yeah. first of all, you know, I always end my uh, presentations with, you know, remember that your health is worth it because you're worth it. And I think that we need to make ourselves a priority, but it has to be across the board. So, and I always say our stomach is our core. We understand Mm -hmm. that with exercise. So we're doing abs. (laughs) We're making sure Mm -hmm. our core is okay because that's going to help our back and the plank pose and all that stuff. But yet, then after a workout, we're going to go, you know, eat garbage or we're going to drink garbage. And 
we run this, you know, this this treadmill of life where now we're exercising for what? That's just one point, you know. So are you sleeping? Are you dealing with stress? What are you drinking? What are you eating? Are you happy? What type of mindset? We have to look at all these factors because they all affect the body. So stress affects the body and can lead to candida overgrowth because mm-hmm. now your immune system is weakened. So, you know, you can't be eating really healthy and this and this and that and then be totally stressed out. So we have to have a balance, and that's where the whole lifestyle. So you don't want to just, you know, many people will come in and say, oh, I'm going to lose weight for a bar mitzvah. I'm going to lose weight for this wedding. And then they go back because it wasn't, a true commitment, like you say. It wasn't a lifestyle change. It was just, you know, for this one time. And that's yeah, or, where I don't... Or to please, to please somebody else, you know, for somebody else's else. expectation. Yep. And um, the, I think the biggest advice I could give to anyone listening is don't wait till the 11th hour. Don't wait till there's a crisis with, with your health. You know, get a hold of it while it's still fairly, fairly manageable you know, and, and see how much better your life gets. Yeah. Candida is a big problem. You know, even with our cancer patients, we have seen through the years, um, depending on the treatments that they use, they would get this angry rash afterwards. And their, you know, when they did the testing, their GI tract was so imbalanced and it was this, candida rash and it was because they their good bacteria was gone and they didn't you know many many uh the cancer centers don't want you to have certain supplements they're afraid that it could interfere with the chemo or the radiation and then the foods you know they tend to have sugar cravings so we see it not only for a lifestyle or I want to be healthy. No, we see this for um, even preventative because we don't want to do this, like you say, and now you're backpedaling and you're saying, wow, I wish I had taken my health seriously. You know, they say that the first 50 years, the first part of your life you spend on, um, on really working on your career making money and that's the whole goal, the success, blah, blah, blah. And the last part of your life, you use that money that you worked so hard for yeah. to regain back your health. Why the can't irony. we do them both together? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, we have more information now, and I think we're reversing that. And I think we're going to have, hopefully, a, a, an older generation uh, who's, who doesn't, you know, suddenly deteriorate and have to end up in, in hospitals or under constant care. Um, you know, I've, I've learned from watching my parents' generation, and they didn't have all the information we do. But, you know, you don't have to suddenly go into this rapid decline. It's, it's absolutely within our hands. Um, and I know we wanted to talk about paleo. We just have a few minutes left. But could you give a brief outline? It's a very popular way of eating. And, um, you know, maybe just a few points on what it is and what it this way. Okay. So the, the health benefits of a paleo diet is it improves your blood, lipids, weight loss, reduces um, 
inflammation, um, as well as it, it really does boost one's immunity is what we see through uh, research. And it basically is that we're thinking about how how ancestors lived and you know, it helps for diabetes, cardiovascular, autoimmunity. So you're focusing on healthy fats from nuts, seeds, avocados, olive oil, um, healthy fish, mm-hmm. you know, so um, not farm-raised and not ones high in mercury. And you're also getting healthy fats from grass-fed, grass-finished meats. So all those healthy fats. The fruits and vegetables they're looking at are rich in antioxidants, vitamins, minerals um, that are going to help against degenerative diseases like cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's and dementia. And it's all about lean proteins. So they're really looking at the health of the protein. No antibiotics, no growth hormones, um, there are no grains here. Um, so, you know, if you, what's the difference between this and that? Atkins didn't care about the um, quality of the fats or the meat. So it's okay to eat low sugar fruits. It's okay to eat the vegetables, you know, the super greens, um, the lean meats the nuts, the seeds, the healthy fats. We want to avoid dairy, grains, processed foods and sugars, um, starches, alcohol, and they do avoid legumes for the most part. They'll let you put like 80-20 for 100% strict paleo will not, but um, the 80-20 ones will. And we have seen that that's been fine for weight loss as well. There's another diet that's pretty big lately. It's the ketogenic diet, Um, and what that does is it focuses on three macronutrients, which are fat, carbs, and proteins, but that was used for epilepsy, and now they're using it for weight loss, but it's much, um, you know, some people find it harder to keep in the long run where the paleo diet is very easy to do. So um, on my blog, I actually have a video of how I make paleo pancakes. And they're made with almond flour, um, organic eggs, um, organic coconut milk. And Mm -hmm. you can use olive oil. I don't use olive oil in that mix. But they're very filling. So not only is it paleo, it helps with weight loss, but it satisfies that carby feel, that carby craving that you want um, with this. And then you could put strawberries because berries are fine and they're low in sugar. So this also helps with candida. So you're getting, and it helps with weight Uh management and weight loss. So I really like the paleo diet it's pretty healthy um, because they really make you look at the quality. So they want organic, non-GMOs for your produce as well as the fats, the avocados, yeah. as well as the meats. It, it does seem like, I mean, it's very, very popular, but it seems like it's got 
a lot of uh, solid principles. So it, it's going to be more than just a passing trend. And I, I pretty much eat this way. And mm-hmm. I, I must say, I feel really good. Um, and it's also a great way to keep the candida and, and all the bad stuff under, under control. Um, when I came to you as a patient um, for the first time, like three years ago, I had already had the weight off. And I thought I was eating pretty clean and healthy and was amazed at what a yeast um, overgrowth problem I had. You said I was barely absorbing nutrients, that my stomach lining was so so coated with it. So mm-hmm. it's really, you know, even if you're seemingly, you know, eating a clean diet, uh, you, you might be surprised. It's all the years of, you know, growing up, growing up in, in this culture that can really, um, you know, set you back. But there are ways out. And and I would love to have you come back in the fall because you come visit us quarterly and we could really delve a little more into paleo uh, and recipe ideas because it's such a great way of eating. Sounds great. Sounds yeah, and, and I, and I you just know, want to encourage – oh, go ahead. You know, you just brought something, you, you just triggered that thought in my mind. Since it is mm-hmm. summertime, many people eat, you know, uh, an abundance of fruit. And that's, you know, they'll be like, oh, I'm eating fruit and I should be losing weight, but I have this belly fat and now I'm getting gassy and this and that and everything else and I just feel tired. They could actually be feeding and triggering a candida overgrowth by eating the high sugar fruit that many tend to have or even those um, special, you know, cocktails um, in the summertime. So you want to keep everything balanced. And I just want people to be aware of that because come the fall when we're back together, um, I don't want people to be suffering from candida overgrowth because of the overconsumption. I would rather if you're – going for like the third bowl of fruit, I'd rather have you have um, a salad with green leafy vegetables. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, fruit is really delicious and I, I love it, but I, pre- I find I do so well with just, you know, relegating it to the morning. And, Perfect. you know, I have, I have, you know, usually a serving, but when it's, you know, like berry season, I splurge a little, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, best thing is eat local when you can. And, um, anyway, Nancy, you've been wonderful. You're always full of information, full of compassion. You're, you're the most generous health practitioner I know. And if you haven't signed up for her newsletters, get on her website, check out her blogs and follow her on social media because, it's like having, you know, a nutritionist just dispensing tips to you all the time. Um, so it's really very worthwhile. And I hope you have a really great rest of your summer. Thank you. And I Enjoy always look forward to your pictures on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. I just love it. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to eat that. <laughs> it looks so good. So. Well, almond flour is my new salvation. So I'm going to be posting some, some desserts made with almond meal. Perfect. Uh, it's so so much better than flowers, and, and I've you know you feel better eating it. So thanks for for turning me on to that. So well, great. I uh, hope Robin, there's another cookbook coming out just with almond flour. Oh, 
There's got to be. There's got to be. But, Robert, if you're still with us, have a great week, and everybody have a really powerful week. Um, Take good care of yourselves because, like Nancy said, you are worth it. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Into the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.